Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, January 26th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, seeing a little bit of a uh, rebound today ahead of today's Fed meeting. It has been a uh, very tumultuous week. Uh, after the sharp sell-off last week across, uh, you know, broadly across assets, uh, equities, crypto, everything, um, we came in Monday uh, and sold off significantly farther. Uh, at one point in time, the Nasdaq touching down five percent on the day on on Monday, uh, only to be followed by one of the most uh, strong comeback rallies. Uh, coming all the way back to unchanged by the end of the day on Monday, uh, from you know from down five percent in Nasdaq, we saw uh, crypto prices come up off of the floors um, that were set kind of in the early morning on Monday as well. Uh, just the some really significant chop in the markets. Uh, I think we've gotten into an area in equities where uh, the uh, the street is is short gamma. They're short got short some. Um, some options down there. And so there's a lot of uh, hedging that needs to be done and we're seeing kind of selling beget selling and then buying beget buying as soon as we kind of find a, a, a bottom. Um, so very, very choppy. Uh, this morning, we're seeing prices uh, come back up a little bit back to you know, kind of back in the uh, in the area of Friday's close. So even though we've been, you know, had really steep sell-offs and then quick comebacks and then sell-offs and then comebacks, um, you know, all of this is uh, positioning heading into today's Fed meeting uh, at two p.m. The uh, the Fed will release uh, their uh, their statement on on what the interest rate policy is for uh, for the time being, as well as uh, asset purchases. And then at two thirty, Powell will have a press conference. Um, my opinion is that the the market has been you know really fearful of Fed tightening, and that fear is only exacerbated and and has caused you know again some 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 real downside volatility. Um, I'd be surprised if Powell comes out as hawkish um, as the market is fearful of, uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know, we're starting to see that a little bit today, where people are maybe trying to get. Uh, ahead of of this Fed meeting and covering some shorts or uh, or or positioning to be a little bit long, so seeing a little bit of relief uh, again even before the event uh, right now this morning. But we'll see how it goes in the afternoon. Um, you know, there's definitely uh, there's definitely some some fear out there, but there's uh, starting to see. Uh, as I said, you know, uh, Monday with a big comeback and then a little bit yesterday as well, starting to see finally some dip buyers come in and seeing some support. Uh, so we'll see if that support actually holds. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Some crypto news now. OpenSea users have seen their NFTs getting sold way below their floor prices because of a UI issue. The issue is centered around users not canceling their NFT sales and assuming that the sale is canceled if they move their NFT to another wallet. If the user then moves that NFT back into a wallet they listed, it, it on the NFT listing becomes automatically live again at the price set by the users previously. Currently, the only way to cancel a sell offer on OpenSea is via an Ethereum on-chain transaction, which due to gas fees can be expensive. Um, hence, users were moving their NFTs instead. 
Analytics firm Elliptic has identified three attackers who bought eight NFTs for $2,000 equivalent, much less than their market value, and these were immediately resold for nearly $200,000 equivalent in profit. Um, an OpenSea spokesperson has said the company is actively reaching out to and reimbursing affected users whose NFTs were sold below market value due to the confusing UI issue. OpenSea has launched a new listings manager that allows users to easily see and cancel their listings and will also change the default listing time from six months to one month. OpenSea also plans to offer email notifications to users when they transfer an NFT that has an active listing associated with it out of their wallet and ask them if they want to cancel it and the second email to users when they transfer an NFT into a wallet uh, that has an active listing for that NFT. The executive board of the IMF has recommended that El Salvador discontinue the use of Bitcoin as legal tender in the country due to the financial risks and liabilities created. This recommendation was announced in a report following bilateral discussions with El Salvador about its economy. The report stressed that there are large risks associated with the use of Bitcoin on financial stability, financial integrity, and consumer protection, as well as the associated fiscal contingent liabilities. This has led to IMF directors urging the authorities to narrow the scope of the Bitcoin law by removing Bitcoin's legal tender status. Some directors also expressed concern over the risks associated with issuing Bitcoin-backed bonds. Finally, on the Twitter front, there's been a lot of NFT posts. Uh, there's been rumors or reports that Yuga Labs, the creators of the popular board ape yacht club NFTs are fundraising at a 5 billion valuation, leading the collection's floor price to tick higher the last several days. There's also been posts on Google search trends showing that NFT interest is at an all time high and has actually overtaken crypto in terms of search interest. With that, I'll pass it to Catherine now to discuss some crypto fundraising news. Thank you, Martin. FTX US has reached unicorn status after closing its first ever funding round, raising over $400 million and giving the company a valuation of $8 billion. Investors in the round include Paradigm, and Paradigm Multicoin Capital, SoftBank, and Lightspeed Ventures Partners. FTX US's president, Brett Harrison, believes that FTX US can take some of the trading volume away from rivals such as Coinbase and grow its FTX US market share to double digit percentage by the end of 2020. He believes this growth will be attributed to the addition of stocks and crypto derivatives to FTX US. Ripple has hit a $15 billion valuation after announcing it has bought back shares from investors from its December 2019 uh, 200 million Series C fundraiser round. A Ripple spokesperson has said the company bought out the investors with the cash it had in hand um, and cited that the company is extremely has an extremely strong position in the market and noticed that Ripple is a cash positive company and has 1 billion in the bank and a strong balance sheet. Dragonfly Capital Partners is hoping to raise 500 million for a new crypto fund called the Dragonfly Ventures three feeder fund. According to a new regulatory funding uh, filing, the fund is yet to accept its first investment and the firm expects the, the fund to be open for approximately one year. 
Uh, next up is merger use. Um, Alpha Metaverse Technologies has announced that it's entered into a letter of intent for the acquisition of 100% of the issued and outstanding shares of Shape Immersive Entertainment Inc. in exchange for 14.8 million con shares of Alpha and 1 million in cash. As per the letter, the deal is subject to the completion of satisfactory due diligence and significant and significant negotiation of a definitive agreement. Uh, next up, YouTube has revealed in its annual letter to content creators that they are exploring the idea of allowing content creators to capitalize on NFTs. The letter reads, we are focused on expanding the YouTube ecosystem to help creators capitalize on emerging technologies, including things like NFTs, whilst continuing to strengthen and enhance the experience of creators and fans have on YouTube. Uh, next up, some layer one news. Transaction numbers on Phantom have now exceeded those on Ethereum for the first time on Monday. Um, in a 24-hour period, there was 1.2 million transactions processed on the Phantom network compared to 1.1 million on the Ethereum network. Uh, next up, some mining news. BitFuFu, a cloud mining platform, is preparing to go public in the US through a SPAC merger with Arcris Acquisition Corp. The new entity will be named BitFuFu Inc, and the deal is expected to be completed in Q3, pending regulatory and stockholder approval, and will also be listed on the NASDAQ. The new company plans to offer the ability to lease mining hardware and facilities for the firm, and expects to increase its hash rate to 10 exohashes per second by the end of 2020. The merger will include 70 million of fully committed investment, which is co-led by Bitmain and Ample at $10 per share. And the merger will result in 130 million in net cash proceeds for the new company. Core Scientific Inc. has merged with Power and Digital Infrastructure Acquisition Corp. with the combined uh, company trading on the NASDAQ under the ticker Chorus. Core Scientific has an estimated 67,000 ASCII miners with a hash rate of 6.6 .6 exohashes per second at the end of 2021. Additionally, the company hosts over 80,000 ASCII miners for third-party clients with a hash rate of 6.9 exohashes per second. The company has raised has mined over 1,000 Bitcoins in December of 2021 and holds approximately 5,300 Bitcoins. CleanSpark has become one of the top-ranked publicly traded North American miners after doubling its computer power over the past three months to reach two exahashes per second. The company now mines 10 Bitcoins per day and plans to add additional machines and energy capacity. And Lexicor is launching a US-based Ethereum mining pool, even though Ethereum is moving to a proof-of-work consensus mechanism. Uh, when asked why the company is launching the pool, um, co-founder and chief operating officer said that we've been tracking ETH 2.0 development closely and we are launching the pool even now because we believe there's a high probability that Ethereum's transition to proof of stake won't happen this year. In other news, Fishing Financial Corporation has an sorry, Flushing Financial Corporation has announced it's entered into an agreement with New York Dig to offer Bitcoin services to its customers. The, the bank plans to launch its service in Q1 of 2022 and will post additional information on the company's website. Grayscale Investment has added an additional 25 tokens to its list of tokens under consideration for the, DeFi, for the Grayscale DeFi Fund and for Grayscale's Digital Large Cap Fund. Tokens include DeFi pro protocols such as Algorand and Convex and Metaverse protocols such as the Sandbox, Axie Infinity and Yield Games 
Yield Guild Games. And finally, Polymark, the DeFi prediction platform, has launched a new information markets only three weeks after being fired 1.4 million by regulators. The company have revealed that US residents will not be able to trade on the site and can only view the market. And that's all the news for you. I have for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Thank you, Catherine. And thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.